0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch.
1: Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, give it to me. Give it to me. Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood, and I'm John Merritt. Give it to- Welcome to It's a Thing, the show where I'm going to read the copy that has been in this cell for (laughs) over a year, maybe two years, uh, years, that I don't think I've read in about that long. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we analyze the hottest trends and happenings and things that are a thing by our not yet patented scientific method of poking our little mole heads out of our caves and seeing what we see. Thanks for joining us.
0: It does literally say our little moleheads out of it our graves." Yeah,
1: it does. And it's really, it's charming copy. I don't know why we haven't, why I refuse, but why I insist upon some sort of ad lib adventure every week, but you know, once in a know, while you go back she's, to she's the you're Trying to keep it fresh. You're trying to exactly. keep it, Yeah. Keep us out of a rut. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to, it's, it's not a thing to do the same thing every week.
0: You don't want to be accused of being chuggy. <laughs> That's right.
1: <gasps> You know what I love actually about Chugi more than almost anything is that it may be the thing that you, Tom Merritt, love the most of any of the things we've done in a very long time.
0: I feel like I understand it yeah, in a way, partly because no one really knows what it means. <laughs> so it has that air of mystery, but there's a, you, you feel it in your gut. You're like, it I don't I know how to describe it, but I know what it means.
1: It's hashtag relatable. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah also being Absolutely. sold as an nft apparently <laughs> oh heaven help us heaven help us all right let's get to the things because i'm so excited to uh get down to oh crap
0: i was looking at the wrong lineup i'm like didn't we already talk about chuggy being sold as an nft yeah we did uh several weeks ago on on that lineup that i was looking at yeah let's talk about this wow week's where things. were you i was like i just realized i had to scroll like back uh several things i thought i was setting up like an incredible <laughs> trend transition ah.
1: Uh, i thought Oops. you were just like that obsessed with no Jimmy wonder you were like wow you really keep it. bringing it up tom i was i really was i was like <laughs> okay dead horse like i, I know
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i've got i've got a sure thing and i've got a, um uh a gamble on a thing okay. uh nope. i'm going to start with the gamble i've been seeing this in a lot of places uh youtube videos about it uh, it's kind of a theme of the new BTS single. Uh, it's a kind of a hot item at boutique shops. It's toast, <laughs> specifically big, thick milk toast slices made in in varying ways. Toast. I think toast, not avocado toast. That's that's old. Like just mm-hmm. like different kinds of of specialty toast, high end, tasty you might've once called it gourmet toast.
1: You know, I could see this as the inevitable offshoot of the long conversation about avocado toast. And there was a restaurant in San Francisco, like within the last two years. And I say that because at least one and almost a half of those years is just a blur, but there was a restaurant that was serving like $7 toast and people were lining up for it.
0: And this is uh, uh, SCW long is saying Taiwanese toast. And I, I, pretty sure that's what i'm seeing is is this this sort of uh bakery thick slice toast sometimes you can make a french toast out of it sometimes you just make uh like a ham and cheese with it uh grilled cheese even with it but it's it's a i'm i'm gambling keep Mm -hmm. your eyes out
1: okay maybe it's a later meinhof thing but i think you're going to start seeing this in more places Thick toast is a snack frequently found at Taiwanese bubble tea shops. Mm -hmm. So, it would definitely make sense. I mean, listen, you have all the signs of a thing that is on the verge of becoming a thing or is already a thing. For example, pre-existing, prior art, if you will, in the Mm -hmm. form of avocado Mm -hmm. toast. A San Francisco restaurant selling really fancy overpriced toast. Right. Toast as a companion to bubble tea, Mm -hmm. which is hot. Mm-hmm. and also bread is pretty cheap i could see restaurants being like yeah this is a great way yeah, to make we coffee. got bread
0: <laughs> we can mm-hmm. do that how do everybody we, how- made their dang bread <laughs> yeah we have so much bread after a year of people baking bread what do we do with it it's we make totally toast back yeah toast is back i don't know it's a game okay yeah
1: yeah you know what yes endorse I'm feeling it
0: keep I an eye out it. if everybody could if you see signs look for the signs of toast send them to us feedback and it's a thing me
1: It will be breadcrumbs. Yes, exactly. Next year it'll be breadcrumbs
0: after we're done with toast. That's totally true. (laughs) Well done.
1: Um, You know... There's something so precious. It's such a natural miracle that we're living through right now, a big chunk of the country where uh, these animals, long dormant critters have climbed out of their long hibernation. The cicadas are out after 17 years. We talked about what a thing that is. And it is just so absolutely human to be like, let's eat that. (laughs) My first thing this week is cicada recipes. And make it almost impossible to go outside. It's
0: just- <laughs> I <sighs> thought that would just be the sound, but it's kind of got it. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they're everywhere. Because, I mean, I guess it's not that surprising because there's been this conversation about like, oh, we should eat bugs because it's greener, right? It's better than meat. There's a, a green argument. In fact, this is <laughs> in NPR. I've been sitting on this one for two weeks and I'm kind of bummed because this seems to be the week that everybody wrote about it. This very week, NPR, the green argument for eating cicadas, plus a few recipes. Because there's tons of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Globally, food production announcement. Anyway, so that's a thing. But they, these recipes for cicadas, have been all over the place. You can get your tempura cicada with avocado, avocado and cream cheese, and then fry it up. How to cook these once every seventeen? This is from Cleveland, by the way, producer Rich. Uh, I would think that eating cicadas would disrupt their life cycle a little bit, but I'm assuming that we just don't eat that. Yeah, I was going to say. There's a lot. How many of people them. do know who I don't know how do many this. you'd
0: have to eat to really, really cause. So them, there's yeah. that. Yeah.
1: This, also, now, <sighs> this has been around. Yeah. Because somebody wrote a cookbook in 2004 called Cicada-licious.
0: But we like, really just... We'll sell a lot more of these in 17 years. Just keep them around. Keep them, totally.
1: keep them in the just warehouse. hang on. <laughs> and it just is like, it was, I guess, the inevitable evolution. Because, you know, if humans see a new thing, we got to kill it and make it food. Listen, but, I think this might be know, a positive. Because we
0: need to eat bugs. <laughs> they are the sh- They are the shellfish of the land. Uh, they're a much more sustainable cropped, perfectly reasonable source of protein, uh, but people are put off by it. So maybe if cicada recipes becoming a thing gets people over the hump and they're like, man, that's cicada thing. I was so angry at how loud they were. I wanted to eat them. And then I found out they're pretty <laughs> tasty. Maybe, you know, I'll start eating some other stuff too.
1: Oh, heavens. To Betsy. Uh, early morning is the ideal time to catch them. Cicadas with hardened shells should be boiled before eating. Never forage cicadas that are already dead. Mm. And mm-hmm. in classic human form, they're best to eat shortly after they've hatched. When they're babies. <laughs> Cicada veal. Oh my gosh. Cicada veal. They say they are similar to softshell crab. This is according to Bon Appetit. Sure. Cicadas Makes are sense. similar to softshell crab. Quote, but with subtle overtones of boiled peanuts, the kind only a backroads gas station can really do right.
0: You know, if every animal tastes like chicken, every bug is is described as nutty at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And soft crab. You know, if they didn't accompany all of these cicada recipes with pictures of cicadas, mm-hmm. like laying on the ground and just being... Hella gross with their big red eyes or whatever. Like maybe we could have this conversation a little more seriously. Yeah, show you
0: don't you don't show me like a gross crab sitting in filth in a hole on a beach. You you show me delicious buttery cooked crab meat over pasta if you want me. Yeah, to get, you know.
1: Totally. Why didn't why did none of these have the after?
0: Yeah, show make me make me want to eat it. I, I guess yeah, the, it's just like people a guy the, biting
1: into a big bug and then just well, like a the people, tray of them. The people writing
0: the articles don't want to convince you to eat cicadas. They want to gross you out. So you share it with everybody
1: else and click mm-hmm. 10 ways to use cicadas in your next soup, sandwich or dessert. When sure enough with this girl biting in the head off of a giant bug, just saying, keep trying universe. Keep trying. I know it's a thing. I'm not there yet. No, I
0: do. Well, that. here's my sure thing. Uh, and it's uh, it's got depth to it. Oh, yeah. It's got levels. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, the eighteen-year-old singing sensation of Driver's License, uh, has the full album out. And uh, do you remember? Do you remember a, a while back where there was the the trend of people embarrassingly admitting they like Taylor Swift? Yes. Yeah. So there's an Olivia Rodrigo version of that going around where millennials make fun of themselves for liking. A singer that is so much younger than them and calling themselves old because it's oh, all about funny. them, uh, and uh, and and so that is going along. That's like a a layer of the Olivia Rodrigo thing, and she is everywhere. She is on oh, every radio station. She is on every news item. She's in every mentioned in every award show. Like she's all over the place.
1: She, I mean, she is. In fact, I'm actually really, really happy that you picked this because I must have had 17 conversations about Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> with my child. And I can tell you that some of the Gen Z's also were like, "Ugh," and can't stop talking about her. So she's winning. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. that's that's typical of a popular artist, right? Once they hit that stratosphere of popularity, there's the inevitable backlash of like, oh, I don't want to like that because it's so popular. Uh, mm-hmm but I think with Olivia Rodrigo, there is a little bit of that, and yet I do, and yet I can't help it. Right, totally. I, I'll be honest, she's great, but I don't. I don't get why she's got the extra spin, and maybe I'm just too too old. This old Gen yeah. Xer can't quite comprehend. This
1: old Gen Xer can't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I find it. I find. Like the driver's license song, a little too emo. So it's just sort of not my thing. I'm like, oh, as soon as it starts, it's like, I can't believe I'm going to say this was awful. I, I'm going to sound like a person with no intellectual capability, but it's sort of like, you know, when like a documentary starts. <laughs> <laughs> like my son and I sat down to try to watch that, you know, my octopus teacher show. Uh-huh. And there's like, this specific kind of slow music and then the very earnest voiceover that comes along and starts talking about like has long been studied by the and it ended up teaching me Mm -hmm. and that's how I feel every time her song starts just like, Oh God, because it's like, "Ah, ah, ah," and then some guitar and stuff. And I'm just like, now I'm out. This is not moving fast enough for me. However, People love her, and she couldn't be more of a thing. And the fact that there's an entire Washington Post opinion piece.
0: Oh, she, I can't hear you, Molly, over the incessant no, playing of Olivia Rodrigo.
1: So many feelings.
0: <laughs> um, interestingly, Eileen and I were talking about this the other day, and we kind of co-developed a theory that she is the next wave of the TV star musician. Uh, because she was oh, in, yeah. uh, high school musical, the musical, the series <laughs> We're on Disney plus.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: huh. and she was also in a, uh, a, a, a kid's show. Well, a teeny show called bizarre Vark. So hmm. if, you, if we, we trace the lineage, right? There's the Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, uh, Disney Mouse Club. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, th- there's the there's the Britney Christina era. Ah, then uh-huh. there's the Miley Ariana Grande. Uh, uh, who else was in that? Oh, uh, Demi Lovato era. Mm-hmm. Different networks. Some of them Disney. Some of them Nickelodeon. But they were all like the teen teen TV stars that became musicians. And now Olivia Rodrigo is kicking off the next wave.
1: Mm, totally. Yep, and there always will be one, which is why it's which is why I think, you know, people get in the high horse then about an Olivia Rodrigo type because they're like, well, she's manufactured like she is like a sing. She's the singer version of Disneyland. She was plucked out and created and groomed and turned into this thing. And then you want to reject that thing. And then the truth is that thing's pretty good. Like there's a reason Mm -hmm. that she's the one who was like plucked out and and picked up and groomed and all of that because the raw talent is real. It's real. It's totally real. God, now I'm going to have to go listen to it. I don't like that driver's license song, though. I'm going to have to find a different one. I hate to think that I was just And the octopus ended (laughs) up teaching me. All
0: right. Ride us out of here.
1: All right. My next. Thank you. Thanks for that setup. Uh, My next thing, electric bikes. Needs no preamble. There's no preamble. Guys, electric bikes are finally here. They have been threatening to arrive for over a decade. In fact, I fell off my bike and hurt myself shooting a video about electric bikes for Always On on CNET years ago. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Right. I forgot about that. (laughs) I was like trying to ride up a hill. It was like, oh, it's really we went to San Francisco and found a really big hill. Oh, it's really hard to ride a bike up a hill. And I started to ride up and I just like stalled out, fell over. So. Electric bikes, for whatever reason, I'm not, I I assume that it's something about like maybe emptier streets or disposable income from people who weren't spending all their money traveling and and going to work. And and then, you know, kind of like the green moment that we're a little bit in, I don't know, all of those things have combined to make electric bikes a total hot trend right now.
0: Yep, 100%, 100%. Uh, there's, there's lots of companies coming out with more affordable versions of them. I think you're right. I think, you know, sort of venturing back out, people are like, yeah, I don't like to drive a car unless I have to, but I enjoy Mm -hmm. a bike and it's good for me. And an e-bike makes it easier. And that, uh, that scooter looks dangerous, but I can get on a bike. Um, in fact, Nate Langson uh, works for Bloomberg host of text message podcast Mm -hmm. was saying recently that. He used to be really into scooters. They were actually covering the UK, like loosening the laws on scooters and testing them out uh, in in parts of of London. And he's like, "But I got an e bike now." He's like, "I don't care huh. about scooters anymore."
1: Interesting. So scooters. So the 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 sub thing here, or the the parallel thing, is scooters are over
0: Maybe. and electric
1: bikes are in. That's Maybe. interesting. Yeah,
0: which is bad news for all the scooter companies announcing millions of things <laughs> recently seems like. Yeah,
1: seriously, because turns out a bike is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, what also makes sense about this to me is that people are going places but not necessarily the mega commutes. Right,
0: right. They're, you know, they want to go out and about and that afternoon rush hour we talked about last week means they'd rather not be stuck in the car.
1: Yep. I mean, I got to say, I think an electric bike is pretty awesome as a person who lives in the hills and there's no, you mm-hmm. could ride your bike about 30 feet before you're like, ow, ow, I'm tired. I, you know, and I say this as just because I don't. Really I remember ride the first time
0: though. I heard about an electric bike at all in the eighties. I was like, "Isn't that a motorcycle? Like, <laughs> what? what, <laughs> what? what? It was the bike with a motor?" And it's like, "Oh, we." Because I lived in a flat, flat place. I'm like, "Oh, places with hills. Yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense."
1: There's other. And reasons it could just too, help but, you ride right up the hill. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Like, I do think that there is a lot of of coolness about it. Of evidently, last year it was. uh Build as the summer's hot fitness trend in 2020, April 24th, 2021. Oh, thank you for himiwaybike.com writing why the electric bike trend is becoming so popular. And it is, you know, exercise, safe transportation, versatile, environmentally friendly. And what's the last one? Save money. They are very expensive, however. As I started to look into this, I was like, Whoa. Like the cheapest one on Tom's Guide is fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, and that's getting coming down. They used to be easily over two, three thousand dollars all the time. Dang! I know. This
1: is. I'm to be clear. I'm not shopping for this, friends. Or five hundred dollars? Like you could spend eight, nine thousand dollars on. Well, this one just looks. There's like some. A go there's some more
0: affordable versions out there, but yeah, yeah. If, you, if you want to get the good
1: stuff, though. So but if you were going to use it to go places that you would otherwise right. take a car to, yeah. And Absolutely. you don't have to use as much electricity as plugging in an electric car. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, 1500 bucks, $2,000 for like something that is kind of your daily driver.
0: You're right. I think you should put in your credit card number.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I typed over your retreat link. Oh, no. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right. Z, that's control- it for
1: our things.
0: Well, folks, uh, finish up your cicada toast. Pop in your Olivia Rodrigo, hop on your electric bike, and let's read your feedback. That Charlie dude here with a new hat thing. According to the Wall Street Journal, bucket hats are a thing. Gilligan would be so happy. And also, y'all rock. Thank you, Charlie dude.
1: Oh, that's so totally true. Bucket so hats. totally true. Along with fedoras, the bucket hat. The bucket hat it goes with hat.
0: Your, your athleisure wear. Some of, Quite often, I've noticed.
1: Yeah, and it's sort of... um. I don't know. It's like hipster lacrosse. Like it's sort of yuppie-ish. It's like vaguely Euro. I see it.
0: The BTS boys wear bucket hats quite. So I don't know if it's a boomer thing, SCW. Oh,
1: interesting. I
0: see it on the younger set.
1: Yeah, I see it on the younger set for sure. I think of it as like a hipster, Mm -hmm. like a youngster thing. Yeah. And sort of an upscale youngster thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems like.
1: Oh, According to the Wall Street Journal, it's favored by Oasis frontman Liam Gallagher in the 90s, and now they're back, thanks to brands like Celine, in case you were doubting the upscaleness.
0: 70s plus 90s equals 20s.
1: Right. Totally. (laughs) Boom. Uh, Feedback at itsathing.me. Let's keep it rolling. Manny also has a possible hat thing, leaving the sticker on hats like the one it comes with. Is it a thing? It's a thing. Oh, that's been a thing, Manny. That's been a thing. You're you're Mm -hmm. right. You're absolutely right. Yep. But it's just gotten bigger somehow, and I'm not sure why. I think it kind of goes, it was,
0: comes and goes, I think, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's just broadening in appeal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce is seeing a new thing on the TikToks. Uh, I just saw two TikToks within 30 minutes referencing this production company. I don't know how or why, but A24 is now a meme. Or, Bruce, did A24 execute a clever marketing scheme? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and get you. Uh let's see. I just I just put it into DuckDuckGo just to see what would happen. Uh it exists. Oh, 24. Yeah. You've definitely it seen is, their logo
0: if you've watched television and movies. It's a it's a entertainment company. David yeah, Katz, they're working. Finkel, John Hodges, those guys. They're
1: working on a documentary about Bal Kilmer, which should be pretty interesting. But I'm looking to see if there's any reason. Like why why recently Like they why now, yeah. I, I I bet it's a it campaign. Talk, nothing. Yeah. it must be a campaign. Yep. Yeah. Well, it worked. Bravo. And then finally, Gabby Cohen needs a thing check. Is it just me or is Alan Tudyk a thing? I know that he's been around for a while, but lately I feel like I've been seeing him everywhere. Maybe it's because I watched Doom Patrol and then Resident Alien fairly close to one another and then started to watch Firefly, which I had never seen. I think I became first aware of him years ago in a sitcom, sitcom called Suburgatory.
0: I'm not seeing
1: anything I'm not seeing things new. Texas Monthly uh,
0: in March ran a story called Alan Tudyk is ready to be taken seriously. (gasps) Let it be. What?
1: I want that to happen.
0: Oh, to be taken seriously? Or Alan Tudyk. I love him. He's wonderful.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, I think you might have just fallen down the Alan Tudyk rabbit hole, though, in terms of like your viewing right now. It might
0: be the availability slash recency of having seen him.
1: But if anyone can or cannot confirm, uh, it's a thing.me is our email address. Once again, keep your things coming. Look at that. That was like a lightning round. That was delightful.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Nice emails. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And thanks for supporting our show, everybody, and keeping us going. And it is now time for... I believe we can say safely all of our collective favorite part of the show, which is the shout-outs, our dedication by name to the people who support us at the shout-out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. This week, based on, in honor of the holiday here in America, Memorial Day, descriptions of hot dogs. Absolutely the best! (laughs) Yay! good theme because it's barbecue central
0: usa usa all right (laughs) um here we go we are tribute to our biggest supporters by describing them as if they're a hot dog (laughs) no antibiotics ever no hormones added no animal byproducts all vegetarian feed made with all natural minimally processed ingredients fully cooked lee price
1: plump Juicy and fully cooked. Our Kevin Sill is made with premium cuts of 100% kosher beef and specially seasoned for old world flavor.
0: 100% grass-fed beef equals 1,000% Eric Duncan. We did the math.
1: There's something here for everyone, folks. Our plant-based Jake Woods offers up all the taste of a traditional patron, but without the saturated fat and cholesterol. Ew! Dress them up with your favorite (laughs) toppings and bite into a summertime classic. A
0: family favorite that's proudly made in the USA, Gabrielle Cohen has been synonymous with good times and great taste for nearly 100 years.
1: Girl, you look great. Joe Hood delivers the signature flavor in a ready-to-heat, pre-cooked format. (gasps) Made with no added nitrates or nitrites. Ew. Except for those naturally occurring in celery juice. This uncured patron features beef that's been inspected and passed by the U.S. Department of Agriculture.
0: Do you think they just weren't sure how to spell it? So they're like, this is put both in there. Nitrates or nitrates. (laughs) Louis St. Amour brings tender, juicy flavor and great taste to your backyard cookouts, picnic parties, and family weeknight dinners.
1: Taste how premium ingredients turn a great patron into a grill-worthy masterpiece. Mike Aikens is made with no byproducts or fillers and no artificial flavors or colors. Mm. Mike was born on a warm summer's day <laughs> at Detroit's Tiger Stadium in 1957. Wow. Maybe that's why Mike and Summer go hand in hand. Over 60 years later, he's not just a patron. He's a summer tradition.
0: I thought he was Australian. Oh, weird. <laughs> James C. Smith has all the flavor with a third less fat than pro- patrons in USDA Handbook 8. Fat has been lowered from 13 grams to 9 grams per serving. Good taste never goes out of style. Naturally smoked since 1927. Family owned, legendary quality.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I feel like we need fireworks sound effects. I'm kind of bummed that we didn't queue up some fireworks. I know, I I'm, I'm like, what do we need to finish this off? I just got laughter, laugh <and laughs> into applause. And then maybe, I don't know. I mean, incredibly, I could probably just stick my microphone out the window. Well, that's good. Because the fireworks, the fireworks season has started in Oakland, even in the daytime. Oh, good. That's just how patriotic they are. That's how summer starts. That's how mm-hmm. you know that summer has started. Memorial Day weekend is fireworks season.
0: You know what they say, uh, in like an explosion, out also like an explosion.
1: Do, do they? Do yeah. do they? Mm-hmm.
0: That's the old saying. Oh. Yeah. Well, there there you go. Yeah. Just ask anybody. They'll tell you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for your ongoing support, your listenership of this show. It really is the highlight of our week. You can become a member uh, at patreon.com slash it's a thing, especially if you're dying to be described as a hot dog, which I know you are. I, I, I know you are.
0: Email us. Don't forget that email address. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Are you seeing
1: toast? Talk to you next
0: time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen